0: I'm with Patty Bird with NCCER. And Patty, would you tell me a little bit about yourself and, and how you got started and what exactly is NCCER?
1: Sure. My name is Patty Bird. I'm a senior workforce development manager with NCCER. I've been with NCCER for 12 years, spent about eight years in product development before coming over to Workforce and have enjoyed my time there. Been with NCCER, like I said, I've been with NCCER about 12 years, so I've seen a lot of changes throughout there. But you know, if you really want to know what NCCR is, we're a not-for-profit education foundation that focuses on workforce development. So a lot of people know us as a curriculum provider. That is just one aspect of workforce development that we do. We try to make connections between industry, education, corrections, pretty much anybody that's doing any kind of training to help fill the industry needs.
0: And what exactly does the NCCR stand for?
1: The acronym is for the National Center for Construction Education and Research. We go by the acronym partially because the National Center for Construction Education and Research is a mouthful to say.
0: Yes it is. But
1: also because thanks to some of our industry partners, we're going international. We're now in about 15 different countries.
0: And from what I understand is the the formation of NCCR came from some of our larger construction industry players getting together and developing a recognized curricula and then they enlisted the help of the University of Florida to uh, develop it and promote it and and bring the classes and coursework to the industry. Is that pretty much correct?
1: Uh, for the most part, yes. We started off in um, the early 90s. There was what they call the Aspen Summit. It's basically a meeting of about 126 industry professionals, so um, large industrial contractors, ABC, AGC, several other companies got together and decided that they needed a better way to track and do training in the industry, knowing that the often the workforce is transient and that often as someone would go from one job site to the next, they had no way to prove their knowledge or their training, so they'd be starting fresh every time. So from that, uh, all these folks got together, decided that they needed a better way of doing things. ABC, um, AGC, and those contractors started NCCER and gave them some of the training that they had. NCCER started off with about five different trades, and now we're over 70. And through that, they wanted to have a relationship with a uh, university partner. And after looking at several, they decided on the University of Florida, which is why NCCER is based in Florida. We work very closely with the Ranker School for Construction there, Mainly on research projects and white papers, but we do have that affiliation um, for the educational side of what we do.
0: So you've mentioned a couple things, the historic curricula development and curricula offering, and also the workforce development. So we have a lot of parties that benefit from the NCCER program, and obviously, obviously one is the craft worker. What's the best benefit they are going to receive from NCCER?
1: Honestly, the best benefit is having the training that the industry recognized and that is portable. So no matter where they go, they can have that training that travels with them. Anytime you train a workforce or a craft professional, you're providing a couple of things, you're providing the opportunity for them to learn, but along with that learning, they're learning how to be safe. And with that safety, they're also learning how to be more productive. So it's a win-win for everyone, um, for the craft worker, because they have a good skill that is um, marketable. Also for anybody that hires them, because they're getting a worker who is trainable, is safe, and is productive.
0: Excellent. And from what I remember, and I've been through some NCCR training myself, is the worker gets a nice little credential card, and it recognizes what he or she has done as far as training. And also, if the card were to get lost, stolen, or whatever, uh, all of that's backed up online with what they have done in their training career. Also,
1: Yes, our registry system tracks all of the training that's been done. We have uh, literally millions of module completions or chapter completions in that registry system for anybody that has gone through training through an industry um Partner of ours, which we call accredited training sponsors.
0: Also, for what some people don't realize, is not only does NCCER provide a, a new employee, so somebody that maybe doesn't have any training or any knowledge of the industry, not only does NCCER provide the curricula to train them up, but also NCCER has the um, accreditation testing. So if I'm a carpenter and I've been doing it for 10 or 15 years and I want to go and, and get NCCER certified, I can go test out of that, some of that stuff. Is that correct?
1: Yes. There's a couple of ways you can do that. The easiest way, honestly, is to find a, a, an accredited assessment center. And what they're going to do is they're going to provide an industry-recognized journey-level test, uh, basically testing that you have the knowledge of someone who's been in the industry for a while in that craft area. There is a performance test that can go with that to earn a certified credential, saying that you have both um, tested and passed on the knowledge and the performance of being a journey level person. If someone kind of falls between, they may not pass that journey level test, maybe there's a a couple of sections they need some help with. We provide training prescriptions so they can do some some upgrade training, whether that's self-study or in a classroom environment, so that they can pass that test again. Or um, if they're not really to that journey level, but they're beyond that entry-level person, they can even get credentials by testing out of the curriculum by passing both the uh, written and performance module exam.
0: I mean, we we can take anybody from an entry-level employee to somebody that has, you know, multiple years of industry experience and figure out where they are on the NCCER scale and what – you know they're ready to either be credited for or we back feed them the information they need to brush up on so they can get the next level Um, that's got to be that's got to be an excellent service for a construction employee
1: you know we, we think it is and there's a lot of people that do take advantage of that uh you know not only can we give them that for the the craft professional but we actually even have training to take them into being a safety professional or into management as well.
0: This has gone internationally, right? I mean, we're outside the US, yes. um, credentials are being recognized by other countries. What a great opportunity for a, a construction worker if they wanna see the world, they can take that credential with them. Yes. Let's, um, let's talk about the workforce development side. Obviously, we've got the training, we've got the credentialing, uh, tell me about how NCCR has also stepped out and been one of our industry leaders on the workforce development side
1: there's there's several things that NCCR does one is that we do work with entities to provide research so that we can see what the investment of training does you know a lot of people think of training as an expense but when we start looking at it as an investment and we start looking at what that return on the investment is we have data to back up that training really does make an impact on the bottom line. Uh, When you think about productivity, about rework, productivity increases with training, rework decreases with training. That's huge on the bottom line for a lot of our contractors. So that's one of the things we do. Another area that we work with is what NCCR calls build your future. And we actually have a whole other website and initiative for that. But Build Your Future is really about how do we recruit into the industry? And when we talk about recruiting into the industry, we're not, we're, we obviously want young people who are interested in other avenues besides just college, but we're also talking about how do we recruit um, military personnel, how do we recruit women, how do we recruit minorities to help fill the, the skills gap and get these folks to realize that there are great career opportunities for them uh, it, in our industry,
0: you know, here in the Oklahoma AGC chapter, uh, we have utilized a lot of the build your future uh, information. They've done a great job with, you know, the little um, industry career specific trading cards. Uh, the website's got a wealth of information in it, and we have utilized that extensively. So that's been a that's been a great industry benefit that NCCER has developed and come up with. We're the AGC of Oklahoma building chapter, and we represent NCCER and sponsor the NCCER programs throughout our career tech system with the instructors that want to use a commercial construction curricula. Outside of that, how do you think the best way or ways that we could bring more industry knowledge about NCCER to our members and our commercial construction people inside Oklahoma?
1: Well, I think that a lot of times when we're talking about the construction industry, um, contractors are very focused on what they're doing. They're trying to get, that, get the current job done, get ready for the next job. But one of the things that would really help uh, grow the networking opportunities and providing those opportunities for those young people would be to work with the schools, which I know AGC does. Members would also be very beneficial to work with the schools. And one of the big things that we hear, and it doesn't matter what state we're in, but especially in Oklahoma and where I am in Texas, one of the things I hear from schools often is, I love the curriculum, everything is great, but nobody's hiring our students. So if members of contractors would realize that that credential um, does mean something. It means that these kids can be safe, they can be trained, and would be willing to at least um, talk to the students, interview them, see what their potential is to get them hired. I think that that would help clarify the, the disconnect we seem to have between education and the industry itself. NCCR tries really hard to keep those connections active. That's why we use folks like AGC to work directly with the schools, because we know that the schools have to have an industry uh, advisory board. They have to have somebody to work with very closely, or else they're not going to be teaching the relevant trades for that area. You know, another thing is we do have what we call a connections map where contractors can kind of adopt a school, so to speak. And it doesn't have to be fully adopting the school. It's connecting with a school in your area or wherever you're doing a job and saying, would be willing to come in and uh, you know, do a guest lecture. Um, just kind of talk to the kids about what we're looking for. Being open to being able to do mock interviews at the school. A lot of times instructors are looking for that. And, you know, if the job site, if a job's about done and you have extra materials and you don't know what to do with them, a lot of schools will take those and they're often a tax write-off because they're always looking for materials or equipment and it's often hard for the schools to have because they have very limited budgets.
0: I did not know about the connections map and that's certainly something that we will look into. Uh, I do know that our Education Foundation through the years has strived to get our members on all of those, you know, carpentry boards, masonry boards, mechanical electrical plumbing boards that are, that are teaching the NCCR curricula to keep those connections with the commercial construction industry healthy and and going strong. Also, I don't know if uh, Jacqueline, our education manager, has mentioned it to you, but in the last year we have developed here a build OK strong website help make those connections also. That website will allow our career tech students to very easily log in and do a quick resume and click on I'm interested in carpentry or I'm interested in electrical and it will actually match them up with whatever companies have a job posting on the website. So we're pretty excited about that and I think that will tie in certainly with what NCCR and the industry is trying to do with recruit and retain a, a good workforce.
1: definitely and, that's that's great i love hearing things like that where you're making the helping make those connections
0: yes and um, you know our career tech industry is is healthy we're one of the most recognized career tech systems around the country and we have a i think we're up to 80-some programs throughout the state that are using the curricula. The instructors are, are very happy with it. The support from NCCR is great whenever we need help managing those programs, mm-hmm. and, you know, everything's working pretty well. Personally, I think that, you know, once we're we're past this little bump in 2020 and we can all get back to work and the economy gets going, it's going to put an even more – put more emphasis on the need for skilled workers or workers that want to learn in the commercial construction industry. I think it's going to rebound, and when it does, it's going to rebound in a big way. And we're going to be where we were six to eight months ago, you know, looking for qualified help again. Appreciate everything the NCCR does for the chapter. We have enjoyed that partnership for many years, and uh, you guys provide a wealth of opportunity and a wealth of support to the chapter. So thank you for doing that.
1: You're welcome. It's our pleasure. And you're right there. This, this year um, has been a little bit different. We have tried to help our, our schools a lot and our industry a lot uh, through this COVID uh, <laughs> time that we've had. But I agree with you. When, when we start rebounding, and we are going to rebound, um, we're going to be in as bad of a situation, if not worse, for needing skilled people. So we need to stay on top of it and make sure that we keep training uh, because the the need is out there and it's not going away anytime soon
0: I agree so Patty, is there anything else you'd like to share about NCCR or, uh, any you know advice or hints you would give the AGC membership when they're listening to this podcast
1: well sure there's a couple of things that I'm just gonna kind of throw out there but for those that aren't aware NCCER owns our curriculum. We do work with Pearson for the sales side, but NCCER does own it. With that, we use subject matter experts from the industry to help create all of our material. So everything we do, we say is for the industry and by the industry, by the industry because we do have those subject matter experts that are helping. So if anyone sees anything in the curriculum that they don't think is right, or they they think that it's a little confusing or anything please let nccr know we want to be able to fix it and if you're willing to be a subject matter expert we would love to have you on board you know and if you're looking at how to start a training program um, definitely reach out to agc i know they have a couple of offices and they would be happy to help you i'm here to help as well so any questions you have concerns anything like that please let me know I'm happy to help, and I know that Doug and Jacqueline would be happy to help connect you to me if you have questions that they can't answer.
0: So with that, let's wrap it up. Um, Thank you again, Patty, for sharing this time with us and giving us all a a good education and update on NCCR and all the things that uh, you guys offer and can do for the industry. And uh, with that, we will sign off, and you have a great day.
1: Thank you. You too.